It has many wings, but it's not a dragonfly. It flies from one roof to another, but it's not a bird. It has a pouch to carry things, but it's not a kangaroo. It delivers parcels, but it's not an Amazon delivery guy. Want to know more? Welcome to our podcast, Call of Duty, Real Soldiers, Real Stories. For we believe... Every ordinary soldier lives an extraordinary life. And today we bring to you the story of squadron leader Varsha Kukreti who chased her dreams till they became her living reality. Welcome squadron leader Varsha Kukreti. Thank you so much Poonam ma'am. To begin with I want to ask you about your childhood days you're growing up in dehradun i think i was blessed to be born in dehradun i mean uh, himalay or beautiful uh, weather and nice people because generally the culture of dehradun is cosmopolitan we have most of the people are from army background and uh, there are educationists there are highest number of schools were there at one point of time and on top of it all uh, weather is also awesome and i imbibed all the things good things like when you read a ruskin bond so you get that feel that type of a person i somehow became what ruskin bond is like when i used to write my writings used to be also similar to that appreciating the trees leaves uh, flowers plus uh, my family was a very uh, distinct family of dehradun my grandfather was the first child of dehradun who did class 10 i mean who passed class 10 and then he went to jaise bolte na vilayat padne hai so he went to cambridge he became a barrister he came back he was the chairman of education committee on the other hand my family was having a uh, dirty business but uh, somehow uh, everything went haywire after the partition and my grandfather's untimely death and we went back to our basic business of agriculture so but education was very important to us then my grandmother also was very well read and uh, she was a classmate of mahadevi varma and so every day whatever little i would do either she would write a poetry for me like when i joined air force she wrote one big poem so those things like every day was something literary happening she was a daughter of pandit bal krishna bhat he is the father of hindi gadya so that way those legacies joined in so that is about me when i was born i was born in a very nice well read and cute family so <laughs> that's what i was a very very happy child Wow you were a very very happy child because you lived in nature but from you know writing poems and stories uh and uh, then becoming an air force officer how did this happen what pulled you towards the skies i'm sure there has to be a story behind that i mean i was the only child at home okay only only girl child 
so i had all my cousins my mama's son my bua's son everybody and we used to play, play a lot of football and basketball we had a huge ground so it would convert from a badminton court to football ground to whatever so every evening we were playing and we would jump from one terrace to another and all that <laughs> and when i was in class 9 that's very silly but that incident is there Uh, in class nine, all my cousins, older ones, were going to watch this movie called Crazy Boys or some Godfather. I don't know some some movie which is to be seen by only adults and so I said I am also going. I am also going. I wanted to. So my mother said, No, no, you can't go. Boys are only going. Then I said, Why? Why can't I go? I mean, what is this? So I said, Okay, I'll wear a jeans and shirt and then I'll go. that is the first time i noticed that there is some difference in the outer world where there are things which girls are not allowed to do and girls are allowed to do in dehradun every second child wants to join army i realized that i wanted to join army and uh, then also i came to know only boys can join army then i wrote a letter to i mean in my diary that i'll write to the pm ask him why am i not allowed to join why is this bias i realize i can't join air force and all i can't join nda so i started being doing all bindas things so that's the way it happened so from what i can hear is that you were always a bindas child you wanted to do what has been denied isn't it and why not what is the difference between a girl and a boy and your dreams have come a long way it has now been declared that girls can join nda so things have really changed i wanted to ask you another thing that was uh, once you joined uh, the air force academy i'm sure you faced few challenges or maybe some fun moments could you discuss something about that your training period my father was very clear that i should have a job so he forced this form onto me he brought this bed form and he said you have to do this so then i did bed then i uh, this ad came and i immediately went for the ssb i said no looking back went for my ssb and my ssb was very happening they said this is one of the best ssbs and you are amazing though <laughs> when i reached academy it was a different story because i had come from a very pampered background and then you can understand what happened to me for the next 100 days in academy uh, <laughs> my first day in academy I- I wrote a lot of letters one to my mother dadi everybody aunt and then I am going downstairs and I am asking the seniors hey uh, guys what do I do with these where do I post them this is what the conversation is with my senior then next day we went to the fallen after that I don't remember anything for 100 days I was only doing push ups I was only running and uh, not talking to my seniors and whatever i was doing was wrong like if i was running they would say hey kukreti why are you running then uh, i would like walk then another senior would come said hey kukreti why are you walking why are you not running then i would run there was no time to eat it was only gobbling i learned how to carry my cycle on my head in uh, forge uh, <laughs> you don't cycle when you are in uh, junior term you carry it on your head and run 
so i learned that type of cycling then i learned swimming and i became i gained a lot of confidence and i realized that uh, that one year of training changed me and i'm so thankful to god and my country that i went to academy and i really wish that each of us get that experience it teaches us how to keep ourselves correct how to do things how no, not to you know procrastinate because in academy there is no procrastination there is only danda <laughs> so an amazing time 25 years have passed now for my commissioning so just uh, this uh, december we went to academy and we, we relived all the memories the next thing that really comes to my mind is what happened what was the reaction of your family when you decided to join the academy uh my father was very happy because uh, he wanted me to be a class 1 officer you know i was pampered so for every for getting the trunk made my father my brother they were doing everything i was like chilling out i mean everybody throughout that whole family they were like very happy and uh, during uh, my training also once in a while i got a cake also so i was wondering how did i get a cake who sent me so some relative some see garwali brahmans are very small community i mean we are very uh, connected so even if i am not directly related but if they know okay kukreti so they'll say okay ye to hamara hi taraf ka hai so somebody sent a cake really a lot of girls got motivated and they were there's uh, my school types there are so many of them they've cleared ssb and they are serving wow so you were a role model for many and uh, girls following your footsteps i'm sure that makes you feel so cherished and so proud another feather in your cap is your drone company what took you towards drones I'm sure there is a story to it. Let's hear it. Uh what happened was in Air Force I met my spouse also. He's a fighter pilot. I'm a logistician and uh, we we wanted to spend more, maximum time together. In order to spend maximum time together, my husband and I developed a common hobby of building model aircraft. and uh, it started with a small kit which we brought from the afa shop that is the local shop which is in every air force station and this was in air force station bidar then uh, on our next posting which was to bagdogra we were very happy because there we could get better kits and uh, we then uh, graduated from building fixed wing drones then came the quadcopters and multi rotors as uh, we were experimenting and you know uh, somehow we became the pioneers of this hobby space and many friends started approaching us to build drones for them and teach them how to dr- fly drones for official purpose also in order to meet this huge demand I started building customized drones and then there was no looking back. Wow, that was an interesting story as to why you took to drones. You also mentioned about Afwa. Could you please tell us what does that stand for? So, 
Afa is an organization which all the women of uh, services, like the ladies uh, whose husbands are officers and air warriors, they get together and then they'll ensure there are shops which have all the grocery items and the clothing items. Plus, they will ensure that there will be some social activities going on and uh, everybody, all the women, whatever their little problems are there, they are being handled because most of the stations are in such places where basics are also not available. For people to fathom this will be difficult because at the moment there is Amazon and things do come if when you order online. You take me back to the memories of the early 90s when we were posted in uh, Garhwal region and it was so difficult to get a loaf of bread also. That was one regular job but if, say if some mishap happens and uh, uh, an officer or uh, an air warrior somebody passes away what happens to the family? That time our organization ensures that the lady is not alone. They will be with the lady, help her go through the phase, even the funeral, paper action. There are, you know, uh, it uh, it's a very tricky game. Morning you say bye to your husband, he's going, and four hours later he doesn't come back because the aircraft has crashed. So what do we do? We immediately reach out, go to her place, stay there, uh, provide uh, basics, look after the children. So this is what Afa does to provide support to that family. See, I'm getting a bit emotional because I've seen a lot of this happening and seen the pain of those people. I've lost so many of my own brother officers in crashes. Yes, these things also happen. They are good things, bad things. That's life. Thank you for letting us know so much about Afwa and kudos to these organizations for, you know, the kind of support they render to the bereaved family and also to the women who are there staying away from their husbands. To make this, you know, conversation a little light, I also want to ask you about the paintings. I've seen you are an artist and the kind of works that you do are all about nature. It tells me you're a person who sees the brighter side of things. Uh, Ma'am, painting is my uh, another language. Painting is my own expression. So uh, as a small child only, I would paint a lot because my grandmother was very creative and my mother would make a painting and they were so focused on me. But I had a way, I mean, when I look back and when I talk to my friends, they say that I used to paint differently. But then I was so underconfident of that work. I mean, then I started doing a perfect painting. But that was not my uh, mind at all. So one fine day I decided to dump fine art and I said, I'll paint for myself, but let anything happen. So when I started doing that, it was very difficult to get a fan base. So, like Karina Kapoor says, I fan So, I became my own fan and uh, I started painting. And the good thing was I could paint whatever I was thinking, imagining. 
so it is my world so for you i think your painting your artwork is like a immersive work so next that i really wanted to ask you was about the drones you know the scope of it a drone is like the new car or the mobile like some 15 years back what mobile was drone is today and drone is going to add on to another vehicle now how you use it is up to you now there's a drone which will just uh, go above your uh, agricultural land and spray the seeds then you can do the spraying of your pesticides or fertilizers plus and with another attachment on that drone you can see whether there are any microbes growing or is there any fungi infection or is there any plant distress uh, we had uh, demonstrated a drone in uh, uh, delhi mh wherein we sprayed the sanitizer for them in initial times of covid we have drones which are only 250 grams so this type of drone we less than 250 grams we don't require any license and we can fly it in our house but above 250 to 2 kg then you have to take a license see every drone will provide at least employment to five people that's why the pm is also saying that we must go ahead with drones this sounds so interesting and when you talked about the pm i have seen your picture with the prime minister and that was actually you know my next question so you have been interacting with him uh, we got this opportunity to interact with him there was a huge number of people and uh, we could meet him and uh, uh, it was a great moment my whole family felt so proud <laughs> plus uh, last to last year i could meet the president of india he came to our stall we made this drone for the indian army and uh, it is called a tether drone and uh, the problem with all drones is that they run on a battery and battery capacity is like for 30 minutes so once this 30 minutes is over you have to land it however what we uh, our team created was that uh, we started giving that drone power from ground up so it can fly for 36 hours non stop we are all so proud of your achievements thank you so much squadron leader varsha for coming on our podcast thank you for listening to our podcast hope you enjoyed the story for more follow us on spotify google or apple podcast and if you have any questions for our guests do write to us on podcast call of duty@gmail.com